What up, what up, what up, what up, guys? This is your lovely host, Mrs. Nina Ross, and that handsome Micah. And we are a wrap with Nina and Micah. Thank you guys for coming back again. We missed you guys. We had a little hiatus. We needed a break too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of story time with Nina and Micah. So we're kind of glad that you're here to listen. And I would love some feedback because we're going to talk about this on our live coming up this Friday. I have been going through sheer hell with my neighbors, guys. I know that some of y'all have had that one apartment that was beautiful, but the people were just absolutely freaking nuts. Have you ever had something like that, Micah? Yeah. You, crazy neighbors. Matter of fact, <laughs> it was a, a, a whole drug house next door to me at one point really yeah wow yeah Yeah. so um yeah it was a a guy a guy uh i knew i've known him for a long time and he's lived he lived lived in his house forever Mm -hmm. and he started getting started get strung out on drugs and you know he wasn't couldn't couldn't kind of couldn't get his life together couldn't keep a job and basically um invited the the whole just that turned into a trap house he just invited him to live there and i think that was how he got his fix they used his house as a front and that's how he would get his fixes yeah dang that's so i hate it when stuff like that happens especially when people are promising Mm -hmm. this this kind of like weighed heavy on my heart because one of the reasons why i moved from my last place was the place was cool i wanted more space but you know my husband had been robbed twice by gunpoint so i was like you know what i kind of want to move to a little bit better area that's not too far from my job or my family's jobs and, uh, you know, I got here, it was peaceful, it was quiet, and uh, the apartment is beautiful, high ceilings, gorgeous, finally got my dishwasher. I know we all <laughs> pray for dishwashers, because we don't like to do dishes, we love to cook, but don't like to do dishes. <laughs> and um, it just so happened that my husband's co-worker was the neighbor, we hadn't seen them for like a whole month, and it happened that a old co-worker was the neighbor and we thought okay well this is gonna be good because my husband was like oh no he's kind of he's a real cool dude or whatever and then you know dun 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 <laughs> so little things started to happen like uh we shop at this one store and you can get buy like a whole bucket of like tide right um it's like commercial yeah. great stuff so we bought a whole bucket of that and we noticed within a month like it was gone we're like wait a minute we left it in the basement like okay we gotta stop leaving stuff in the basement so i'm like okay we'll just put it in the house and then packages started coming up missing everybody knows like after my last stint with covid like i had blood pressure problems and that's one common thing from covid is spiking blood pressure heart problems different things so i was having my medication sent here to walgreens because you know i'm not always able to go pick it up because i don't get off work at a certain time and that came up missing or my husband's a collector and collector's items started coming up missing just packages and mail and all kinds of stuff. So um, my landlord was like, we'll put up a ring camera. He was like, I give you permission to put up a ring camera. And Lord Jesus, 
the minute that I put up ring cameras, you saw the craziness come out of these crazy ghetto ass folks. Like I have never seen, like I've seen like videos online of people getting angry over ring cameras, but I never understood it because I'm like, I don't think it's just so much people spying on you, but it's just like, I need to feel protected where I'm at. I need to see where my packages are going. And if like FedEx are lying or if like the mailman is lying about actually delivering the mail, you know, are these things walking off because of people in the neighborhood or are these things walking off because of people here? And it was so weird, Micah, because like packages just started to like disappear. And then my husband would ask the neighbor, you know, have you seen a package? You know, I know you guys have company. Like, have you ever seen it walk off or, you know, or could y'all have just like brought it in the house and accidentally like they might have stuck it in your mailbox and, you know, you just didn't go through the mail or whatever. And he was like, no, I ain't seen it. And, uh, you know, I'll ask my girlfriend, like if she could go in the mail and just look and then it would be funny. They don't see it and they call back and say, oh, well, we don't know. We don't seen it. But then the next day you get caught bringing it up to my back porch mm. and leaving it on my back porch. Yeah. That's incoincidental to me. Like, how do you get, like, get, how do you justify that? You know, you know what that reminds me of? What? Chris Rock told a joke of, about niggas. And said why he hate niggas. He said you can't you can't get no big big screen TV when you live around niggas. <laughs> said said you can you, said you got to move it in at midnight and paint it all white and make it make them think it's a bassinet. <laughs> said, <laughs> said, hey. He said he said a nigga 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 walk up to you be like I heard you got robbed. <laughs> like yeah you weren't like, seeing shit because you were doing shit. Yeah <laughs> facts facts. And, you know, it it boggled my mind, Micah, because I was thinking like the whole time, like my logic. Right. And this is just my logic is, okay. if there's a ring camera up, I don't have it facing your apartment because we're like side by side. I don't have it facing your apartment. I don't even have it facing my apartment. It's smack dab in the middle in between the small space in between our apartments. It faces the fucking street to watch the mailboxes and the things that come up on the porch like just today a fedex came for them and it showed that the fedex went to the back porch and bypassed the front porch right so yeah. had that would have never been shown and she probably would have lied on us right yeah. but i have it on camera that the fedex person i've i've even captured fedex and ups throwing their packages on the porch like not even caring what's in it just throwing it mm-hmm. so my logic is, is if we all if we would have been able to get along like there's a camera there where both two women who a lot of times were by ourselves at home, our guys were out working and or I come home from work and I'm by myself at the end of the night. We're two women in the house. I'm alone. You are in the house with kids. This is monitoring people breaking into our homes. But then again, she busted into her own home. Yeah on her own when she was put out she busted she had her and her sisters come and bust in the house came in the house broke a bunch of shit and then left Mm -hmm. so again my logic is at least somebody cares enough to care about your safety yeah you know what i'm saying so what is the fucking issue and i told her boyfriend 
the same thing. And just like a weekend ago, he put his hands on my brother because he didn't want him here because of whatever reason. And it's just like, you know, I know that you have a record, right? For aggravated assault. And now you've just pushed the barrel and they don't even know like what's getting ready to come. Like they're, I've reported this to the neighbors. I've made numerous calls to the police at this point. Like you are stupid. Now, this is the first time that I had a real like rowdy neighbor. Well, no, the second time I had a real rowdy neighbor, but it didn't really matter because I was on my way out anyway. I was like, I need a better place. I just need a better place. I had a slumlord at that time. And this time I have really good landlords mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they're handling the situation, but it's just like, I've never, I've never even experienced this much drama in my life. <laughs> by someone who lives near i've never dealt with it and the first thing that came to mind is just ghetto yeah and it hurts my feelings because like you know we're scrutinized as a culture all the time for how we act as a whole like when like a lot of racist people are upset about blacks they don't look at us as okay this is educated black and this is a ghetto we're usually scrutinized as a whole oh the black culture stupid oh they don't care about themselves they shoot each other up and they they rob each other and they do this and it's just sad to me like because even when it comes to how we talk about women in in general even even the red pillars everything that i've heard like it it hurts me because like all of us are put in the same pot but i'm like yo i'm witnessing feminine toxicity right now by a sister who looks like me well don't look like me because I look better sorry shade but not shade and it's just it it kills me because here I don't even think that I'm better than anybody but I'm educated and I think about consequences of my actions and I think about how things will make other people feel and for the longest time like when I first moved here I knew that she was pregnant and I remember the first encounter with her. Uh, she left clothes inside the laundry uh, room or whatever in the washer and the dryer. And I was about to go wash some clothes. So I knocked on the door and even when she came to the door, who is it? You know, just really nasty. And I was like, Hey, I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm your neighbor upstairs. Like our, my husband and your boyfriend know each other from work. She's like, oh, hey, just a fake fakeness. You know what I'm saying? I was like, but, you know, I see that you're pregnant. Congratulations on the baby. I was like, I saw that you had some stuff in the wa- in the dryer and uh, I was trying to wash. But I, if you're not done, it's OK. I was like, but I can bring you your stuff because I see you're pregnant. I don't want you to have to go downstairs. And I went and got her stuff, put it in the bag and, and brought it to her. She's like, oh, thank you. And now you have problems with me and you're making me seem like the problem person. I'm like, but from day one, I've been nothing but courteous. And it just, it, it signifies how black people treat our people. And you know what? The first thing that came to my mind, Micah, is, is no wonder people who are not of color treat us the way that they do when we treat our own people like shit. Yeah. Which is 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 terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the the reality of it is there is such thing as an ethnic ethnic image. Fact. And 
And and the the problem is a lot of people outside of uh outside of our race, if they don't take the time to really learn or know black people, if they're not around black people, so basically their own all of their ideal ideas of what a black person is is from what they see on television television and, and radio and whatnot and <laughs> exactly so so in their mind and, and unfortunately we're we're one of the only cultures who really buy into a lot of the negative stereotypes it's sad too i mean like like you look at a lot of a lot of young women have become enamored with the Real Housewives and um, Love and Hip Hop, um, those type of women or basketball wives. These women who just look good, who look good, and get a get a dude and, and or have relations with a this high profile dude, and they they all got bad attitudes. And it's like, well, it worked out for them. They're living the life that I want, so why should like so why shouldn't I do it? And, and it's true. It's so true. It's so true because, you know, I thought that, you know, maybe it was, you know, just a a small issue that could be fixed. Mm. But when I've seen how the guy acted, too, because he's really quiet, it's, it's so funny. It's weird. Like when I ran into the young man, he won't even make eye contact with me. He, he it's like if I speak to him, it looked like he about to jump out his skin. Yeah. And this was the first time that I had an encounter with him because I, I had to get angry black woman on his butt. Like, you know, don't put your hands on my family, sir. Like one, you don't own a building here. You're not the landlord. You're not building management. You cannot tell me who I'm going to have in my home, especially when you don't pay my rent. I pay thirteen hundred dollars a month for peace. And this is not peace. Yeah. And uh, it w- it just goes back to that factor about how some men think about women, because his response was, is how come you didn't tell your husband, you know, what was going on? And he could have just pro- approached me. And I'm like, well, how come you can't approach me? Well, I, I, I can what? I can understand. I can understand that, though, because especially when a woman gets aggressive with a man. <sighs> depending on the type of guy most guys don't really know how to um approach it because i can't approach you this most men feel like they know they can't approach you the same way they approach a guy whereas a guy if a guy comes at you aggressive and he crosses that line you you have full reign to to fight but with well, a yeah. woman you you can't you just kind of have to sit there and you either can take it now you can try to retort back, but the the physical aspect that typically happens with men doesn't exist. It it, well, it it can't exist. So he would feel a lot more comfortable having that that um that tough interaction, that that um altercation with your husband as opposed to you. Because it's like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to handle this. Cause I can't, I don't want to put my hands on her. I don't want, I don't want to put myself in a position where I feel like I have to, where I feel like I have to defend myself against her. And, and it's just an awkward, it's an awkward thing. 
Well, see, that's the thing is un- up until that point, mm-hmm. I've never been aggressive ever. Yeah. And I would have preferred that he came to me because he's never had an encounter with me and he he mm. knows my husband but they're not like best friends they're not friends they were just co-workers and the thing yeah. is is that if you have an issue with us and i had to make it clear like you know we're a married couple mm-hmm. we're not baby daddy and baby mama or boyfriend and girlfriend like you in your situation we're a married couple so if you approach me i would appreciate if you don't think that my husband is just like big gung-ho to control me like you could have come to me and I I stated that with him I'm like but the thing is is we're having confrontation now is because like you have offended me at this point like now you have and I told him I was like you don't know what goes on in your home when you're not here but she's very toxic and I he, he tried to tell me like he didn't know what was going on I'm like but yes you did because I've heard you both on camera discussing this I was like, that camera records sound just to let you know. I was like, and not only does she hit my camera on a daily basis, not only does she flip me off and her family comes over here and flips me off. I'm like, but she plays loud music. She knows that I work from upstairs. Sometimes I work from home. She doesn't care. Like she's literally called you a broke bitch multiple times. Mm -hmm. I'm like, she's busted in your home when you put her out yet you're telling me that I should talk to my husband about it. Like I don't pay half of the rent here. I do have a say so on what goes on in my home. I'm like me and my husband are a team. I was like, and the thing is, it's very offensive. I was, he was like, well, you know, you know, people, I was like, how come your spouse isn't telling you the truth about what she's doing? He was like, well, you know, people aren't going to just tell them themselves. They're not going to tell you what they're doing when they're doing something unpleasant. I said, but you knew about what she was doing and you didn't say anything. I'm like, and now you find it comfortable to put your hands on people and you don't pay a mortgage to this building and you don't do anything. You all don't even clean up. I'm like, so who are you to tell me who I can have? I'm like, he was like, what your brother did. I was like, listen, my brother has done nothing to you. I was like, it's all on camera. I was like, number two, he was, I was like, your girlfriend and you have company at your house. Do you not? And he was like, well, the female, the people to be at my house is female. I was like, really? I was like, so I have nothing but males in my house. I'm the only female. So you're saying what? I'm like, I'm trying to understand you, but I don't. I was like, this seems to me like a pissing contest. I was like, but the truth, if you want to sling facts about each other's, uh, if you want to sling facts about like criminal records, about my brother's criminal record or your criminal record, I was like, you have aggravated assault on your background and I'm a rape victim. I'm like, so... I don't even like to talk about that, but you're making me very uncomfortable. You have assault with a deadly weapon on your background. I'm like, but did I bother you? No. Did I care about it? No, not until now till I seen you become aggressive. That now makes me on high alert when it comes to you. Before, I wouldn't have even gave a damn. Because I trusted what my husband said about you. It was just, it it was very much like a pissing contest. 
And my husband came out on high alert because he was like, let me stand here just in case this dude cannot handle what my wife is saying to him. But he let my husband let me have the floor, which I feel I felt like was such a good move because I had taken all of that crap for months. You know, you and I have discussed this in private, but Mm -hmm. I had taken shit off of them for months. And my husband finally was like, baby, do your thing. And I talked to him so eloquently. And even though I felt like I was coming off as angry black woman, like, I swear, I talked to him with such grace and I came at him with such education that you can't label me as actually the angry black woman because I came at you in a different way than your woman would. And I think that that kind of messed his mind up because he had nothing to say. I was like, on top of that, I was like, you know, I know that your kid doesn't go to school every day and you know, you all smoke weed in your apartment while you're asking my husband not to smoke cigarettes or anything on the property, which again, you're not the landlord. I was like, your baby mom came at my husband before about the cigarette smoke. I was like, and he doesn't smoke in the house. I'm like, yet you are smoking in the home marijuana with two infants and we could smell it in our apartment from downstairs. I was like, here it is. I work for DCFS. If I wanted to be an asshole, I could have pulled the bush the button a long time ago on you. And he took his ass in the house (laughs) after that. And I don't know if that was one of the reasons why he decided to back off of me and she decided to back off on me because they know that I'm lethal at this point. And I spoke my piece, but it's just like, I was like, I have never been through so much toxic shit in my life. Like, I'm like, when you pay this kind of money, you know what I'm saying? Like my last apartment, I wasn't even paying close to what I'm paying right now. And I had a a much bigger apartment minus a dining room. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I feel like when you go to work as a human being and you work exceptionally hard and you put this type of money into, you know, having a home that you feel comfortable in finally. Right. And you set this home up the way that you want and you come home and you take your shoes off and you, you, you wiggle your toes a little bit and you feel comfortable in your own breath. You kind of just want to relax and have peace. I don't pay this type of money for peace at this point. And I told him and my landlord, my landlord was like, look, we love your family and we do not want you to move. We want you to stay there we're working on a, a solution for this. Just hold on. I was like, well, y'all better speed up the process because I will take my 1300 to a suburb. <laughs> Listen, that's crazy. I've never, ever had to deal with that, Micah. Yeah. I mean, that's <clears throat> it. it. It's the downside of I don't want to say us, but I do want to say us because I'm sorry. Many of us don't want to be don't want to be labeled and don't want to feel like we're put in a box. Yeah. But but our behavior, our behavior makes it impossible not to like to label us like when when when. And part of, you know, as as an intelligent or as an intelligent black person, 
as someone with with a good upbringing and with good a good foundation and good common sense one of the most frustrating things is to see um those kind of people who who embody all of everything bad about the community and yeah. they almost it's almost like they glorify it too yeah and and it's like you know i'm proud like it's like almost like you ratchet and you proud to be ratchet and it's like yo it's that's not a badge of, that's not a badge of honor it's yeah not. You, you might you might get attention like as a woman if you like if you act like that you might get get attention from for some dudes you know you might you might even get to you know fool around with a celebrity or two but at at the end of the day you know that isn't going to get you any farther in life that that whole persona that attitude isn't going to get you any farther in life and and at a certain point you you got to grow up thanks and like you know um like well but i mean i, I don't want to dive down that rabbit hole but i mean you got <laughs> you got folks like drake putting hot sauce in condoms for because because of that uh behavior is so popular nowadays because it's you know do act like that find an easy way find easy way out and you know cut corners they don't want to they don't want to do they don't want to do what most people had to do to get to a spot of success they want the success but they don't want to put the work in they just yeah. want to find the easy way to get out of a bad situation and and get that oh i want to tr- basically like almost trap find the dream guy trap them and and that be your 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 come up essentially true i hate to like make assumptions but i feel like he's with her because he doesn't want to be on child support so in a way it's kind of like cheaper to keep her because i know mm-hmm. that if i leave her she's gonna come tear up my shit oh, and yeah. put me on child support for these twin kids and that's it and she's definitely the kind of person who would do it well and I- it's just it's crazy. Not even, not even just that. And it's, it's one of the reasons why I've always been, even when I was, when I was younger, I was very conscious about who I really mess with mm-hmm. because, you know, all it takes is one mistake mm-hmm. and you mess around and get the wrong woman pregnant and you either have to um you have to like placate to her and keep her happy or if you decide like no nah, i can't do deal with this she can literally make your life a living hell for for forever until Fact. those kids like i mean like my my dad my dad used to love uh love judge shows mm-hmm. and used to watch um was the paternity court with him. Oh yeah. And so many, <laughs> so many of those paternity court episodes is essentially, you know, I've seen a couple. I, I I saw one, the guy spent five years in in prison, um, in prison for back child support pay, only to find out the child that he that that he was um going to jail for wasn't even his. Wasn't even his bi- bi- uh, biologically. 
and and it's just like you know but it's still it's like a woman like a woman scorn if you get the wrong one woman pregnant and you know decide i i can't do it they can literally make your life miserable so it's just like it's not worth it it's true and it's it's just like i i don't understand it even my husband was just like i don't understand it it's it's just like i feel like it's never ending too like Mm -hmm. When is it okay to say, why are you acting like this? Mm-hmm. Like, when is it okay to tell our own folks, like, why are you doing this? Like, is it the upbringing? Is it like your past? Because, you know, all of us ain't out to get you. All of us don't want to harm you. All of us don't want to do negative stuff to you. Like, but you you really harming yourself at this point. Like, what is it that it's going to take for you to change your situation? Because like, baby, this ain't it. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it comes to a point when you, we, we've talked about this many times. It comes to a point where you have to take accountability. Now, what happens when she gets them put out? Then it's, it's going to be, I hate you. And I can't stand you. And I never remember, but you egged it on to the point where it got like this. Yeah. He even tried to tell me this ain't about cameras. It it completely is because this didn't happen until it like and until you started stealing packages and st- like, come on. Now, I even went as far as to go into the post office and talking to the post office, post office master general. And we forged a, uh, an investigation on it. And it came down to seeing if it's the postman you know like putting Mm -hmm. it in their mailbox and stuff and it was not Mm -hmm. and the postman even told us one day he's like you know did you guys get a a bundle of mail one time that was wrapped with um rubber bands and we were like yeah he was like well i when i know that you have a small enough package to hide in a bundle like that i'll put it in the middle of the bundle so people will just think it's just mail yeah it was like that way they won't be inclined to steal it Mm-hmm. He was like, and that's what I did. I put it, I threw it right in front of your door because mm-hmm. I knew I wouldn't, it wouldn't fit in the mailbox and I, I didn't want it to get stolen. He's like, and legally we can't go to your back porch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we can come yeah. in the gate, we can deliver it to your mailbox. We can put it on the front porch, but we can't like walk around, you know, for safety purposes, you may have a dog yeah. that can attack us or something like that. And I'm like, no, 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 that's fine. And, you know, at first we thought it was possibly the people that lived here but she doesn't have a key to the mailbox. Yeah. And it wasn't until the stuff ended up on the back porch is when problems started to arise because one, it was my medication for my blood pressure. And then it was collector's items that my husband had waited weeks for. Yeah. So, you know, now you costing me some money and Mm. you know, with medications, you can't get them refilled right away. Oh yeah. Like they give you 30 days refill that the insurance will pay for. And if you mess up, then you got to pay out of pocket. That medication was like $600. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you messing with my life now. You're really messing with my life. Like me being off of this medication. Like now I have a big ass issue. So like, I just want to know guys like out there and 
in uh, Wonderland. <laughs> like, have you ever had a really either nosy or crazy neighbor? And what are some of those stories that you might have had? I'd love to talk about it with you guys. We'll probably like talk about it even further on the live. But this was my first encounter with a real sadistic, crazy person. Like, and even like what moves forward and further from this is that people believe their lies. Even a step further, that's how crazy it is, is that now you've been caught up telling a lie and you actually believe in the lie. Mm -hmm. That's but, even for me, like that's crazy town. Well, uh, I mean, it's a lot of. Uh, the, all right. So here's the here's the other downside about the negatives of our community. The, a lot of the folks who basically are prototypes of the, all of the negative stereotypes mm -hmm. a lot of them also have a victim a victim mentality oh facts big facts. and and whatever they do it's never their fault and they can always spin it to make it to to basically shift blame to oh nope i, I didn't do that that's your fault well if you didn't get that camera up but yeah uh, like yeah so even, none of their actions are ever their fault. It's always somebody else's. And, and so like they, because they feel like they never should face any kind of consequence for their negative actions because like, all right, if I can shift blame on somebody else, then, uh, it would, you know, I shouldn't face, I shouldn't be the one that's getting, getting um, hurt for it. So. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I know it's most of it is because they got caught up doing something on these cameras. Yeah. Like, cause it, it boggled my mind. Like how come I get like the privacy part, but what is it that you don't want me to see? Yeah. What is it that you don't want me to see? And I, <laughs> I think a lot more was happening here than meets the eye. Mm -hmm. And now you can't do all the things that you wanted to do Yeah. before. It's just some of the things that I hear on this camera. And I had to tell him, I was like, do you think like I'm that neighbor who watches your every move? Like I just sit up here all day, just watching the ring camera, waiting for you to do something. I'm like, listen, my camera is set to a certain amount of days and I let that camera do its job. I check it once a week and I go on about my business. Yeah, I was like, I, I could give a fuck about you. I could care less about your family. And at this point, I don't even really care about your safety. I don't care about anything. Like before you at least had somewhat of respect for me because of what my husband said about you. But now that I've seen you firsthand, I don't give a damn. You can't even come to me and ask me for footage off that camera. If something bad happens. No. Yeah. No. You're going to have to subpoena me to court <laughs> to yeah. get that footage. Because I would not even get I wouldn't give you the help or the or the shirt off my back at this point. Like I forgive you because God asked me to forgive you in my heart of hearts. But I, I could care less about what you do at this point. As long as it doesn't affect my family or hurt me or in the process of anybody that I love, I could give a damn about what you do. Yeah. It's just like it's it's been like a whole bunch of petty stuff. Like they'll know that I work from home some days and on those days they blast the music. So I went and bought me a real good system and I cranked that bad boy up. <laughs> I did it this morning. She started blasting music while everybody was sleeping, trying to get ready for work. And I cranked mine up to number three. And since I have a really good system, 
my shit sounded hers out and she ended up turning it off completely. Hmm. I was just like, don't do petty because I could do petty. I don't want to do petty. That's the point. You are ready to do petty because this is in your nature to do petty. It's not in my nature to do well, petty. It's a ma- manipulation tactic. It definitely, I feel like it's a bully mentality in a way. Well, yeah, I, I mean, but I mean, I, I don't want to get all into what you like, you know, the fact that um, her boyfriend pays all the bills, but she's quick to call him broke yeah and, and, like i mean that that's ultimately that's that's what it is it's it's this manipulation it is a bully's almost manipulating thing where she has to be in control of everything absolutely you couldn't have said it better micah like i i called that from day one i was like wait a minute all you do is kind of sit on your back, complaining about everything, having kids, complaining about that. This man takes care of you and your son that's not even his kid and new babies and pays the bills and does all these things. And you're mad at him for what? Like, I know that the reason why she got put out is because he cheated on her and he she threatened i heard it through the floor like they were so loud it was like 2 a.m i had just came home from the hospital with my husband that was in the hospital and i had came home and all i heard was i'm gonna tell the police you put your hands on me and i'm pregnant i'm gonna get you locked up and i'm gonna make sure you go to jail and i'm gonna make sure that i do it because i can and blah, blah 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 and i was just like wow and she was just like you ain't nothing but a broke bitch and I was thinking in my mind well if I'm paying all the bills and the rent I kind of would be a broke bitch you feel Mm -hmm. me like I'm taking care of your broke ass (laughs) like in my mind I'm like I looked at my husband and I was like baby I love you so much I would never talk to you like that because I just feel like when you have a good man who's willing to do those things for you who's willing to take all of your toxicness and your extra baggage and children that they didn't create with you and still take you in and still do all these things. Like the one thing you don't do is berate him. Yeah. But as much as I don't care about him now, after figuring out who he is, I still don't feel like you should do that. Yeah. But like, uh, uh, once again, it, she's all, she seems like the type, the, real housewives type um who i forgot i forgot who it was that who who's who they had the one big catchphrase who gonna check me boo yeah that's her that's her and and that's and because it's she gets because she's gotten away with it for so long she does it because there's literally never been any consequence to her doing it oh absolutely so so it's just one of those i'm i'm going to you know i'm I'm going to push my authority. I'm going to, you know, say what I want to say, do what I want to do. And who's going to stop me? Who's going to, who, who's going to check me on my bad behavior. And no one, no one has so far. Cause he, and he, he hasn't, cause I think he, he has too much to lose by really doing it. Yeah. And it's sad too, because like you want the best for the family that you create and 
Like, I want to think that he's a better person. And honestly, you know, I had a conversation with my landlord this weekend and I was like, you know, I thought like, you know, every, after everything that you all said about him and everything that my husband had said about, you know, his interactions with him, that he would be a different person. And my landlord said it best. He's Bulgarian. And he was like, I don't think it's a race thing. He was like, I feel like he's like one, she's dangerous and crazy. He was like, and it doesn't matter how nice of a person you are or how much of an understanding person you are. When you have somebody really in your ear with toxicity and feeding you misinformation all the time and draining that and draining that and draining that into you, it doesn't matter how nice you are. Yeah. Because all that they're doing is is kind of like, you know, boosting your ego boosting you up you got to do something about this you got to do this you got to make sure you do this and it's constantly it's like a revving of a car he was like and what happened he was like is he probably listened to her and he probably got tired of her mouth and he did something about it but it was the wrong thing that he did yeah because now this made a stain on you yeah now it showed you actually being the aggressor yeah. One thing that you saying that you don't like about the other person's record, but now it showed you being the aggressor and matching exactly what you went to jail for. So in the process of you trying to do something very noble for your fellow woman, you really did something really negative that created a bad stain on you. And the bad thing about what I know about them to be true is this is their first time ever renting. So yeah. Like now you have a landlord that doesn't trust you. And when you're renting, like that means a lot. Yeah. That means a lot. I know that from previous rental history, but I've never like gone somewhere and caused problems. Usually it's funny. Like every place that I ever rent to, including the slumlord, when I was getting this place, they all like gave me such stellar remarks. Like, no, her and her family are on time they usually pay a couple of months early or they either pay like two weeks early they're never late on the rent they make sure that it's brought to date they take care of the building in the area where they say man i wish i could have them back yeah so like when it comes to somebody like rents like me like i take pride in where i live i just i've always done that even from living with my parents to moving out to my own places i just i don't know i always want to just like I just feel more comfortable doing the best for my, my family and what I live in. Yeah. Cause you just want to feel good about where you live. Like you want to feel comfortable. And that's why I felt like if there was an issue, instead of going to the landlord, how come you just didn't come to us? How come you just didn't come to me? And then when they did approach him about my brother, like my husband told him, he was like, no, he, he doesn't like live here. He comes and he visits and he watches the house ever since the break in. My wife doesn't feel really comfortable. And so, you know, the package is coming up missing. Like, this is what it is. He comes and he watches the house for us during the day. And then he goes to work from here. Like, so like, no, but even if he was living here, like, what does that have to do with you? A little yeah. bit. Yeah. And it's been problems ever since maybe a week later it popped off. And I was just like, okay. Now, I had had it. I feel like everything that I had built up those two months, I let out. <laughs> I, I really let it. And I didn't even really want to go off on him like that. But it was just, 
I'm a mama bear with my loved ones. Like even with you, if you were here and somebody did something to you, I, I consider all of my RV people, my family. So when it comes to somebody who I really care about and you do something to them to harm them in my space. Yeah. Oh, I got a big issue with that. Like, no, 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 no. Because I'm I'm probably one of the nicest people that you will ever meet. I'm caring. I'm very genuine with people. And I try my best to like stay on a, a up and straight and narrow. But it's something about when you physically harm somebody that I love and care about. Yeah. That doesn't set well with my spirit. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm like a mama bear, big elephant, big baboon type of woman. When it comes to my family or you touching or putting your hands on somebody that I love and respect, like, oh, no, you don't do that. You don't cross the line at that point. Yeah. And I came out like a big silverback boy. Hmm. <laughs> like, man, you want to beat on your chest? I could poke my chest out, too. Let's go. And my husband had my back, though. <laughs> I told him the next day, I said, baby, that kind of turned me on, man. Hmm. Do that again. Okay. <laughs> You know, and it's crazy because everybody that I told this situation to was like, good Lord, like that's got to be hella stressful. I was like, yeah, for about a week, like my blood pressure was so high. I felt sick. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's because I that's, was just stressed out. Yeah, it's a stressful situation. It's a lot of confrontation that you def after after going after working eight, 10, 12 hours in a day. Nobody wants to go home and deal with that. Man, um, tell me about it. And you know what? It seems like every time this confrontation happens is when like it's a snow day yeah. and I, I get like three days off. That happened the week when I had like four days off of work because of the snow. I was so pissed. Hmm. Like, really? I get a break from work and I still have to deal with this. What? Yeah. And then like uh, President's Day came and it hmm. kicked off even further. I was like, oh, my God all these paid days off and i can't even have a, a minute to relax damn it <laughs> i was like man i prayed lord i i'm not gonna even lie to you i prayed heavily i asked god i was like god you are i know that you are just being i know that you are a, a per a, a person and being and spirit of your word father i was like but can you please and I'm just asking you, I'm not telling you, I, I'm asking you to please just right now, just ease the load. And I know like, you're not going to put as much on me as I can bear. I'm like, but I feel like, I feel like I can't bear much. <laughs> I'm like, and I know that you asked me to speak directly to you. So I am, and you know that this is coming from my heart. I was like, I am so stressed. I was so stressed. I, I couldn't like eat a full meal. Yeah, I mean that's how, that's how it is sometimes though. It's just in, in when you in real stressful situations, it's like yeah, I just you lose just a lot of motivation. You lose I a lot of motivation. Sleep at yeah. all? I wasn't getting sleep because I was worried about like what's gonna happen to my brother. Yeah, and it was a point in time when he even considered like not coming here anymore. Yeah, like I'm just gonna not. I'm like, and then maybe like three days after that, I was like, no. Uh uh, no. Why should I make your life comfortable while you're trying to destroy the peace in mine? No. You're going to come here every day. Yeah. 
you're going to come here every day. And I dare them to say something to me again. And that's my mode. I, I contacted my uncle, who's the judge in this state, a high, highly and well-respected judge. And he told me, he was like, you know what, make a police report. Every time he comes to you, make a police report. And the next time he comes to you violently, you call the police department and you ask for um, a sergeant to come on the scene. Yeah. You know, you ask for the highest recommendation, have a sergeant come out to talk to you. He was like, because they'll write the report right there and they may lock his ass up. Yeah. Especially when you tell him, like, I've gotten permission from my landlord for him to be here, which we did. And we told him multiple times, like, my landlord knows that he's here. In fact, my landlord are okay with it because of the fact that your girlfriend broke into the place and busted their door open and broke up all kinds of stuff in your home. Like this is documented. I said, in fact, I'm the one that called the police to come on the scene that night worrying about your safety. Yeah. I'm like, you're so freaking stupid. And what they don't know is I actually put a ring on the back too. So all of the things that I said is recorded. Well, yeah, I mean, but ring, I mean, ring catches, ring catches a lot of that though. So it I catches mean, everything. I didn't know how much it would catch. And I was like, maybe like, like it can't hear like in their home. Of well, yeah, it can't hear in yeah. their home, but everything outside, I can hear dogs barking from um, blocks mm-hmm. away. Yeah. As long as something kind of activates the motion sensor, you can kind of catch it. Well, honestly, you can tap into the, footage at any time so yeah i keep my motion senses on yeah. i keep it like high so um if a bird flies by that thing triggers if a car passes it triggers and i keep all the footage just in case and i save it i have a whole folder that i just save all the important stuff like i don't keep every clip but all the important stuff like the altercation or packages coming up missing or you know my family at night is really what I like to capture. Daytime is not so much, you know, not a whole bunch goes on in the daytime, but I mean, some things I'll capture, but really like late at night when my family comes home or I come home alone, my backyard is kind of dark. So yeah. it reads, you know, infrared night vision. So I'm like, I want to have that protection. And again, like the whole reasoning for putting up the cams essentially was the packages being stolen. I didn't care who it was. I just wanted to see who it yeah, was. Yeah. Or or you know, yeah, why why my packages keep coming up missing. Yeah, they made it a whole thing about privacy. I'm like, I'm not trying to inv- I don't give a damn about you. I don't care if y'all were <laughs> sniffing coke down there like, oh well, like I don't care like as long as you ain't sniffing coke and stealing my packages. <laughs> Well, it's, I don't it's, care. I'm protecting my property. I pay yeah. for this, I pay for this property. And I'm trying to make sure that I, I have access to my property. But and again, like that's the thing. Like if some and it's there as a security precaution too. Like we're both women with kids. Like yeah. what if you know we're coming home late and somebody does the most opportune things to us? You know what I'm saying? Like the most heinous stuff. Like. Wouldn't you want something that recorded it where you can see the person's face that did it? Yeah. Like I would. I mean, I don't know about them, but it makes me feel more comfortable that 
And if I was someone's neighbor, it makes me feel comfortable that I, if I have a decent rapport with you, that I can just go and say, Hey, you know, do you have that footage from the other night when I got robbed? Can you like send it to me so I can give it to the police? Yeah. You know, but now she didn't mess up the relationship with, with me to the point where I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even care. I would yeah. turn my back, which is horrible to say that on air, but I wouldn't want anything to do with her. Yeah. You would have to literally subpoena me to court. And if the cops ask for it that way, yeah, I'll give it to you. But I'm not giving you any damn thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's my story, guys. Ring cameras, boy. Those ring and those blinks. Whew, it make people really angry. Uh, just, yeah, it makes certain it makes certain people ang- angry. Yeah, certain people angry. I got to say that. I've seen some horror stories like on YouTube and stuff where people like really like get angry over these surveillance cameras. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I seen a guy get knocked out because of it. Like he was every day he would hit his neighbor's camera every day. And then one day the door fell on him. <laughs> I said, that's God. You know that that's God. Because a perfectly good door was just standing up. And then the minute he hit it, it just fell down on <laughs> That That was sweet justice. <laughs> they said he didn't do that no more. <laughs> yeah. Like, leave it alone. <laughs> shoot. Yeah, I yeah that that's that's crazy, and I, you know some people, some people like the whole thing about yo you invaded my privacy, and it's like um, I capture what's in my front yard and in my street or my backyard and and up to the street. If you're not doing anything wrong, then then what do you, what do you have? What's the problem? Absolutely. My question is, is what if the landlords would have put up? Yeah. Would you still had a problem? Probably. But they, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have the argument. No, they wouldn't have. And then I even said it to him. I was like, the landlords were the one that suggested that I put it up. Yeah. They gave me full permission. I said, not only did I talk to the building management, which is the landlord's son, but I talked to the owners of the building and the yeah. owners were the one that encouraged it. And still encourage it. I told my landlord when I talked to him the other day, I was like, I'm not taking down my camera. He was like, no, I, I, I'm completely in compliance with that. He was like, I think that you deserve to have the camera up. Honestly, like I told you before, put it up. He was like, and I still stand by that even today. Yeah. So. And listen, that camera catches a whole block. That's what I love about that camera is you literally have like a wide span. I can see most of my block. Yeah. With that camera where it's, and it's just looking at the street, but it has such a wide lens yeah. that it captures like almost the whole entire block. Mm-hmm. Almost not the whole one, but at least six houses down. I can see. And I showed it to my landlord. I sent her the video of all the negative stuff. Cause it ain't been no good stuff. It's just been negative stuff. So I sent everything to her so she would know exactly what I'm going through. And she was like, this is just nonsense. This is just nonsense. She was like, I, I am so sorry. She was like, because I spoke good on their behalf when you first moved here. And I feel so bad. Yeah. I was like, it's not your fault. 
like you couldn't have known this because you don't live here yeah they probably did this to the last land neighbors i we were all saying like something had to have gone down with the people who live here before yeah and then and now i'm saying it it was it had to be they probably like i'm getting the hell up out of here i'm out of here i ain't gotta pay for this because they said that the landlord the lady who lived in my apartment was really nice really yeah, my landlord told me that this weekend that she was really nice. Her son was a little bit hot headed. She was like, but the land, the lady here before in your apartment, she was a sweetheart, hardworking people. Mm. So I think like they don't like people around them because they probably do. I've seen like the people that they have over and they buy weed and stuff outside the house. Like I'm thinking like either they were doing something that they weren't supposed to and they didn't want it to be seen. Well, that, yeah, that's often how it is. And it, that's not for me to judge, but I think that that's what was happening. And they know that they can't do it anymore. Or they're just the kind of people who just don't like neighbors. So they cause as many problems as they can so they don't have them. But you do know, like, after you run so many people away that are paying a lot of money, the landlords are going to be like, yo, why is it we can't keep a tenant on the second floor? Yeah. At least that will go up in my mind. Like, why is it that everybody's no. leaving this second floor? No one, no one can no one can live by them. Yeah. That's crazy. That whole situation crazy. But hopefully it calms down. Yeah. I can't wait for that day because I'm not gonna move out of my place just because these people act crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't either. I definitely wouldn't want to. It cost a, I mean, it it was a lot of work moving into this place. I had to rent. I said, you know what? At my age, even though I'm 38, I'm a little lazy now. I said, I'm not moving another thing. (laughs) (laughs) I rented movers this time. I was like, and it was so like peaceful, like just telling them where to take stuff. That was amazing. That was amazing. Like just telling them where to put stuff. Yeah. And just here, come put this one. This one goes in the bedroom over there. This one goes in the kitchen. Can you please just drop everything here? Drop this here. Put this here. Literally, like when I came to my house, I just had to unpack. Like my bedroom was set up the first night. Wow. I I took uh, I planned everything to where like I would be. My clothes were out that I normally wear and that everything else was packed away and my bed could be set up that day. My brother stayed the night before and he like put my bed frame together and everything like my entertainment system was already up and it was on the brink of the weekend. So I just took that Friday off and I spent the whole weekend like my house was almost unpacked in two days because mm. I don't know. I'm one of those type of people who wear And it's weird. I'm super OCD about it. I don't even play around. Like, I can't be around a lot of clutter. Yeah. It really messes with my mental space when I'm around clutter or... And it's not just me. I learned this, that my whole entire family on my dad's side is like that. Yeah. All the women on my dad's... We can't be in a place and have moved in there and leave boxes for months. Like, it literally makes me feel uncomfortable having all these boxes. 
and having all this stuff not it's just I want to feel closer to like I feel comfortable in my home and I don't feel comfortable with things in boxes so I literally unpack my whole entire house <laughs> <laughs> in two days I had everything set up the way that I wanted and then I just was buying stuff you know that I wanted like my reefs and my pictures and I got a chance to put up a lot of my artwork that I paint myself this time I was like oh I feel really great in this space I can actually hang my artwork now so like it feels like an imprint of me all through my house yeah so people I sympathize with you if you have had a crazy neighbor like I said before early on make sure that you tune into us this Friday to speak with us about it and we're gonna go live and we could talk a whole lot more I can go about this all night but me and Micah yo we we just don't have the time and we love you though yeah so uh Micah tell them where to reach us yo you can check us out on uh you can check us out on our Spotify you can check us out on Apple Pod you can check us out you know anywhere you can stream anywhere you can live stream a podcast you can see Look for a rap with Nina and Micah. You can you can look us up. You can check us out. Listen and and I, like I said, um, interact with us on our social media. You know, um, we got the the Instagram page. We got Twitter, <laughs> whatever. Like, shoot, if you it, reach out to us, we we like to interact with we like to interact with our listeners. Give us ideas for potential shows. You know, we. We're open books. If you give if you give us a topic and we we feel like we can make have some kind of uh, interesting discussion about it, we'll talk about it. So uh, yeah, send us ideas and what you whatever you want to hear. We we could if we definitely can can expound on it. We definitely will. So yeah, check us out. Most definitely, uh, and that's a wrap, guys. Peace. Peace.